0: Hi everyone, I'm Amy and welcome to my podcast. Today I'll be discussing anxiety and smartphone use, addressing positive and negative implications associated with mental health. This will include exploring negative implications of social media, as well as investigating the positive effects of smartphone-based psychological interventions. So firstly, we're going to be talking about the negatives, which has been demonstrated in a wide range of research showing poor mental health in relation to increased um, use of social media. Wood and Scott, um, 2016, conducted a study exploring the association between social media use and mental health. Results found that people who spent more time on social media had poorer sleep quality and mental health, including depression, anxiety and low self-esteem. Similarly, Marengo Longobardo, Fabris and Satani, 2018, found a link between higher social media use in pre-adolescence and lower self-esteem and body image concerns. This reiterates the importance of considering the negative impacts of social media use on people's mental health, particularly in pre-adolescent ages. Corroboratively, Harwood, Dooley, Scott and Joyner 2014 also discovered similar results, finding a positive correlation between higher smartphone usage time and higher levels of depression and anxiety. Since this study was conducted, this relationship has been supported in other studies in terms of social social media usage. However, interestingly, findings also suggest that the nature of what an individual uses a smartphone for can actually be a predictor of depression and anxiety. In other words, consideration of other smartphone uses, such as mental health mediators and self-help apps, um, may not be relational to poorer mental health. So with this in mind, recent research demonstrates a wide range of apps and smartphone uses that are suggested to be more beneficial for alleviating symptoms of mental health issues and stress. We're now going to draw on the positives of smartphone use, um, exploring smartphone based interventions um, for mental health and applications that are available to help reduce symptoms of anxiety. As previously mentioned, a wide range of recent research uh, documents that people with severe mental health issues are increasingly using smartphones. This could be due to overuse of apps that are damaging to mental health, including social media apps such as Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. However, it has also been acknowledged by Harwood and colleagues 2014 that increased smartphone screen time does not specifically identify which apps are used. Firth and colleagues 2017 conducted the first meta-analysis of smartphone-based psychological interventions for anxiety. Results of this study showed significant improvement in symptoms of anxiety, demonstrating evidence to to suggest that these types of interventions may be beneficial in future practice. Furthermore, Taurus, Nicholas, Larson, Firth and Christensen 2018 conducted a clinical review in user engagement of mental health smartphone apps. Findings of this research showed that social media apps can have a significant effect on mental health, highlighting the importance to consider mental health apps to alleviate these issues. This approach to seeking support for mental health issues may be beneficial for a wide range of individuals Um, who find it hard to accept that they struggle with their mental health or as a starting point for people who may struggle uh, with talking to people about their emotions and feelings to others. Additionally, this method may also be beneficial for individuals who have received psychological therapies in the past um, and need the further additional support to, to prevent relapse. Despite the recent research highlighting the importance to consider the use of smartphone interventions, according to Naslan Ashbrenner and Bartles 2016 and Linodon and Fuller Tyskiwix 2020, smartphone interventions for mental health requires for better understanding. So, I'm now going to speak to former University of Portsmouth student Lily Gillen, who is going to shed some light on her perspectives, opinions and experiences with regards to anxiety um, and the treatments and methods that she has used to manage um, her feelings of anxiety. Hi Lily, how are you? I'm good thanks, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, If you could just please introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your understanding or experiences with mental health and treatments, if that's okay?
1: Sure, so I'm Lily, I'm 23. Um, I would say that I have suffered, um, even though I hate using that term, with mental health for as long as I can remember, I suppose through school, um, college, uni, etc. Um, I for the last three years I've been taking um, antidepressants, I've had counseling at uni. Um and it just comes through waves, I suppose. Like some some days or some weeks can be better than others. Um so I've definitely got a bit of like an understanding behind it through personal experience, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well thank you for giving me all that um all the details. Um so with regards to um things that might trigger Um, mental health issues what's your understanding on smartphone use and mental health and do you kind of see smartphone use as a negative or positive um influence
1: um so my understanding of mental health i've always sort of thought it is genetic and environmental um especially for myself but in terms of environmental i think smartphone use is definitely in that category um I think there are many apps out there, especially in today's society, that are quite negative and toxic for young people, Um, such as, you know, your social medias like Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I think a lot of it is um, portraying a certain image and it's, you know, trying to be someone you're not. Um, I think it's quite difficult for young people you know you've got young girls who are trying to look like celebrities that have paid thousands to to look like that or you've got young guys who are told to man up and be manly
0: um, yeah. I think
1: it's quite sad um, yeah I, I don't I don't think social media is to blame 100% for mental health issues but I I think it definitely plays a real negative part on on
0: it yeah yeah definitely i definitely agree with that and there are a lot of um research studies that support the negative impacts of smartphone use so including like depression anxiety Mm. as well as body image concerns which which is um corroborates with what you just said about yeah yeah wanting to look like uh celebrities um so as well as negative connotations as you've addressed um do you think that smartphone use can have positive um, impacts because there are also a lot of different uh, studies and evidence suggests that smartphone-based psychological interventions can actually have a positive impact on mental health
1: yeah I do Um, I think there are many apps out there that can be used for like calming anxiety relief sleep uh, help Um, self-help etc it also kind of seems a bit counterproductive to spend an hour on an app like that to then just go back on instagram and feel worse about yourself yeah however um yeah i do i do think there is there is stuff out there that can be used i also don't think it's promoted enough i mean that could just be me personally because i know um social media is based on algorithms and cookies so what you search is what you see so i suppose if you are struggling with mental health and you are searching for help you may get kind of pop-ups and and help towards them towards that through apps and and posts and things
0: yeah no that's interesting um so would you do you use any methods or or what sort of methods do you use in general um or what have you used in the past to prevent or reduce anxieties and um maybe
1: down moods and things like that so my first initial thing to do personally would be to come off my phone um to turn it off maybe do something arty write some lists tidy my room etc um yeah. however if and that's not always the case so I remember through university I used the app called what's up what's what's up um similar to whatsapp so it's a bit confusing but it's called what's up and it was like a virtual um like a instant chat kind of app so where whereby if you were feeling down or low you could chat to a professional and they would respond pretty soon you could log your mood as happy low sad confused etc which I thought was quite useful um, but it wasn't the best for me just personally I thought it was it was okay Um, um, I then did face-to-face counselling which I thought really helped as well so I think it just depends on the person you know I'm quite a confident outgoing person so if I want to Go out and get help i'll do it face to face or want to chat to somebody rather than through an app but there is there is that out there um there's calming apps i think i see some advertised on the app store about um better sleep and better um, calming relief so like i think it's like listening to rain sounds or rainforests and things like that to make it to make you feel more in a calmer environment so i think that's quite a good idea and essentially it seems that like from having this conversation with you that
0: different techniques are going to be beneficial for different people depending on their circumstances and stuff so yeah that's a good point that you made there um going back to what you said about um the methods you use with regards to distractions yeah um so like you said you make lists and you you do things to just distract your mind put your phone away things like that Mm -hmm. i actually use um apps uh, mental health apps that are designed to alleviate anxiety symptoms and things like that and they have loads of there's one app that I use, and it has those different options on there, like breathing techniques, distraction methods, and daily diaries. Um, with that, um, with regards to that specific app that I'm talking about, it's specifically designed designed for panic attacks. So, okay. if you feel like you're going to become panicky and you want a distraction, you can actually use it as like a quickly uh, quick access to. Um, support basically sure
1: would that yeah, be something
0: I, that you would consider
1: yeah definitely I would consider that I just I, I don't think I've given it enough of a chance to be honest I think I'd like I said I prefer to do like actual things and write things with a pen and paper rather than type it out on my phone but I feel like yeah it's definitely something I would consider to do um from the comfort of your own phone I suppose yeah yeah
0: no yeah I mean it's understandable because uh, that you might w- automatic response would be to put your phone away because of the negative connotations that come sure. from it. So, like, yeah. there are loads of uh, different you like a lot of people think that uh, screen time is such a negative thing um which often it is because you're using social media sites which then damage your mental health so it's sort of an ongoing, ongoing cycle of negativity but um but yeah there are other things out there that can um on on smartphones that can actually support you as well
1: Mm just wish they were promoted more I suppose
0: yeah I think that's another big big thing that needs to be addressed um yeah. because the only the only reason I ever really found out about smartphone apps was when I went to counselling and I saw a poster and it's it was the same one that you're talking about what's up mm-hmm. and um I downloaded that as well when I was at uni because I found that quite helpful um, yeah but I had already taken that step of going to see a counsellor so for people that might not want to do that or might not feel comfortable doing that they might not actually realize as you say it's not promoted enough and i feel like it was probably promoted in the wrong place it's in a counseling center exactly people might not want to go there might not feel confident enough might not even actually realize that they are suffering with their mental health um so yeah um i think promotion of these apps is definitely something that needs to be addressed in society as
1: well yeah
0: thank you so much for um coming to talk to me today it's been really really helpful and it's been really interesting hearing your perspective.
1: Oh no problem thank you for having me.
0: Yeah it's been great thank you very much Lily. So regarding the interview I've just had with Lily it's been extremely interesting to explore the negative and positive impacts of smartphone uses particularly for a more personal perspective of someone who has experienced mental health problems and explored a wide range of coping strategies herself. Negative impacts have been associated with celebrities on social media who portray unrealistic expectations for individuals, in turn having detrimental effects on mental health, particularly in adolescents and young people. However, positive impacts have been addressed throughout this podcast, which Lily has supported in terms of their usefulness for people who might find it difficult to reach out to mental health services or for quicker access to support. Although in Lily's opinion, using smartphone apps might be seen as counterproductive as other smartphone apps such as social media may reverse the help, these apps may be helpful for people lacking confidence to seek support. Even though I've highlighted the positive impacts of smartphone-based psychological interventions, it must be considered that outcomes of different techniques may vary for each individual. This implies that Though studies demonstrate the effectiveness of a wide range of psychological therapies and smartphone-based interventions. The successfulness of them ultimately comes down to the individual and what works for them. So this brings us to the end of our podcast today. I hope you've all enjoyed hearing some personal as well as professional perspectives on smartphone use and mental health, considering the negative and positive implications of smartphone apps. I'd also just like to thank Lily again for giving us an insight into her personal experiences. Thank you all for listening.